The Confound Millennial is brought to you by the Cinelux Collective. Need drone footage? Got it. Need promo video for your next event? Got it. Are you a realtor or business owner ready to enter into the future? They got you there too. With their Matterport camera, they can turn any building into a virtual tour. Realtors. That means that you can give tours of properties to anyone throughout the world. And for small businesses, I'm telling you, this is the future of advertisement. So check them out at CineluxCollective.com. That's C-I-N-E-L-U-X-E collective.com and welcome to the confound millennial starring steven sturvin michaels and featuring first time guest steve martini on yeah. episode 61. You interrupted me. Now I gotta do the whole thing all over again. <laughs> Welcome to the Confound Millennial episode 61, starring Stephen Servin Michaels and featuring first time guest Steve Martini. Now you can talk. Woo! Yeah. Uh. Steve Martini in the house. What up, dog? That's right. Shaken, not stirred. Shaken, not stirred. Or perturbed. Perturbed. <laughs> perturbed. Perturbed. <laughs> It's like I'm a little, I'm a little bit disturbed, and I'm a little bit perturbed at the same oh, time. Oh, perved, <laughs> perved. Oh my gosh! All right, wrong. dog. So, what in the yeah. world have you got in that cup there? Okay, it it smells like just it's it doesn't look like coffee, it it doesn't smell like coffee. I know you're a big. And coffee it doesn't drinker. taste like coffee. And it. Tastes a little bit like that stuff that Grandpappy used to rub on my gums as a baby to get me to go to sleep. <laughs> I'll tell you what's in my cup. It is water, maple syrup, lemon juice, and cayenne pepper. Now, is this like a satanic ritual type deal, or... Uh, close. Close. Close, now, because I, I began to vomit and things like that. Like a lot of it's the, like a satanic ritual, like in your under, in my bowels, in your bowels. Yeah, you know, you go to the I bathroom, releasing your your summoning something. Yeah, this is day number eight. You're you're dabbling in the devil's dookie dot. That's right. Well, there's only one reason why I'm doing this. Why? Okay. So let's get it on. <laughs> I've been feeling tired lately. So my wife said, hey, do this detox with me. And I said, why would I do that? And she said, well, uh, I'm supposed to have more energy. And she goes, if I have more energy, then that means more of that. So I said, where can I sign up? And she said, right here, sign my right butt cheek. Did you sign the right butt cheek? I did. Signed the right butt cheek. And then she turned the other cheek. I'm proud of you. (laughs) So yeah, this is day eight, and I actually haven't drank coffee in three months. I've been off of coffee for three months. You see, and I've been about the opposite. I've been about two months now of drinking three cups of coffee every morning. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. 
And that has changed your life, hasn't it? Um, <laughs> well, a little, not really. No. When you have ADD or ADHD, coffee really doesn't affect you other than you have to pee all the time. Gotcha. Well, coffee actually uh, leaches the water from your system. Really? So, yes, it dehydrates you. So I shouldn't have to pee. No, you Or I do have to be because well, you're, I'm being dehydrated. Correct. Exactly. Oh, okay. It's actually pulling the, the water from your you know, body. Yeah, that actually explains why I felt sick yesterday and was like, I feel dehydrated. That's it. Because I was dehydrated because I every so much coffee. For every cup of coffee you drink, you need to have two cups of water. We have a little coffee station up here and you don't even I drink see that. coffee anymore. No, I don't. I don't. Right by your flamingo little float thing. Yeah, it's a... Uh, it's a... Uh, Oh, I see. Okay, uh, nice. What would you call this? Uh, it's probably for a bottle of beer. Coaster. Right? Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, like a coaster, but yeah, it floats. Probably for a Corona. Yeah, you know, yeah, in a with pool a, on a crisp summer day. Every time a Corona is put into a flamingo coaster, it gets its line. Or, or it's for fresh, refreshing, crisp Diet Coke. Sponsors. That's awful. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Maybe Coke Zero. <laughs> you have been listening. Maybe to the show, Surge. You? Surge. <laughs> have you ever uh, had Surge? Have you ever played the Surge? No, I haven't. I've had Surge wow. Soda, but the Surge is a video game that I was stuck on for a few months. Really? Where uh, it's kind of like Dark Souls, if you've ever heard of that, like yes. a difficult fighting game. But the thing is, everybody in this game, except for you, pretty much, are like these zombies taken over by the implants in their head, wearing robot armor that they use for working on building rockets. <laughs> and you've got to. Uh, <laughs> you see, what, what were they is, smoking when they came up with this game? What it is is it's you. You apply for a company that, uh, like, you're crippled, and this company hires crippled people because they have mechs that they can put you in, and you can regain your legs and all of that good jazz. Wow. But they use the mechs for building rockets. Wow. Something happens, I'm not sure what, frying most of the people's brains. You wake up, you're not really sure what's going on. And you have to cut everybody's limbs off to collect their robot parts. <laughs> it's a hell of a time. Wow. Wow. Like, I was talking to somebody the other day. I can I can handle... Like, I was talking about me handling gore and stuff. I could play The Surge all day long, dismembering people, chopping them into bits, when I know that's what I'm getting into. But the second I'm playing Red Dead, mm. uh, cowboy game. Right. Yes, uh, I played it. And then, you know, I'm thinking that, okay, things have been going bad for this gang. I'm about to get into a fluff mission. And it seems like a fluff mission. And then here comes one of my favorite characters riding in on a horse, holding his head in his hands, <laughs> not attached to his body. <laughs> and I almost threw up. <laughs> like, I don't know, just because I wasn't expecting that. Wow. It just, like, came out of nowhere. Like, it was gut-wrenching. Like, oh, my God, no. Your hero has fallen. I don't even remember his name, but not him. 
I do, but no spoilers. Wow. I remember hey, it as speaking of games, that I didn't speaking watch. of games, I saw that uh, they have a new Doom coming out on uh, Xbox. I, mean, I think I saw Xbox. Probably it's PS4 as well. Xbox, PS4, and Switch. And Switch. Oh, so you do know about it? Yes. I've heard a little is bit. Is it out now already? No. No? Uh, pretty much all they've released so far is that I'm aware of is a couple of posters that say Raise Hell. Mm. But Raise is spelled R-A-Z-E. Wow. Okay. That makes no sense. Raise. Do you know what Raise is? R-A-Z-E? I thought, like, I'm thinking, like, Raise Hell, like, like, I don't know. Let's let's just trying to be different. They're trying to be different. Let's define Raise. Yeah. Okay, let's see what the good old Google has for us. Because it's not raise like R A Y S, like rays of sunshine. That would be great. Because it's doom. There's doom and gloom. Completely destroy. <laughs> R A Z E? Yes. It's, okay. All so right. that makes sense. Raise. Completely destroy hell. Yeah. Raise wow. hell. Completely That's what we're destroy do. hell. Wow. Listen. I remember playing the first ever Doom game that ever came out. How wicked was that back On then? On computer. How mind-blowing right. was that back then? That was scary. Scary? Yeah, because you're in these, you're in like underground in this dungeon, and things are like coming after you, and, and you got these guns, you know, and it's just... Did you realize at the time that those were demons from hell? I probably did, and that's probably why it was scared me as a young boy. Dude, Doom still scares me. Really? A little bit. I haven't played it. Just like, oh my gosh. The like new the new one, ones. The new one was so good gameplay-wise, but like, uh, just so many pentagrams and so much blood really? just in the scenery. Dang. But also, you are in hell. Oh, well, that makes sense. But like, the whole like story of Doom is... Uh, some people or some government scientists open up a uh, portal to hell. Mm. Pretty much what some people are suggesting might happen with this hydron collider that they've got going on. Mm. You heard about that? No, I have not. Um, I'm not really completely sure on the details. I've heard some podcasts about it, but I'm not a scientist, so I can't tell you what it is. Hydron lighter? Collider. Collider. Hydron yep. Collider. Yes. Well, it sounds so like... Where they're trying to take, like, two atoms or something like that, smash them together, and it could create, like, an energy source, or it could rip a hole in the fabric of humanity. And, and we like all get just, sucked in. Yes. They don't know what it's going to do, but they're they know they're going to try to do it. <laughs> like that's what I understand about it and like I said I'm not a scientist nipplers that's our fans for you that might not know this okay nipplers okay. yes get with the lingo gotcha uh, fact okay. check me somebody come on and we'll talk about this Trey I know uh, he's talked about it a couple times before uh, he probably remembers more of the actual facts of it but they're trying to throw two like atoms or something like that together and it could either create like 
an energy source, a portal to hell, who knows? Nobody really knows what they're doing. Have they not seen The Flash? I don't think many people have seen The Flash. Now, if you were to ask me about The Arrow, you know, well, who has seen good. The Arrow in season one of The Flash? Right, true That's that, a different true. question than well, who has seen The Flash. Well, everything you need to know is in season one of The Flash. Are you where saying the thing explodes? Just, look, man. Right, and I was drinking a lot back then. I watched it with my mom. She didn't know I was hammered watching The Flash. I don't remember that show, man. I was just There's this guy who wears a really tight red suit. I remember that much. And he runs fast. And I remember there's like... And he flashes everybody. I just remember like one second, it's The Flash, and he's kind of crossing over with Arrow, and that's pretty cool. The next True. second... The Flash is in another universe, and there's a bad Flash, and the bad Flash looks like the good Flash's touched cousin. Right. Yes. (laughs) Very touched. Like, just costume-wise. Looks like, (laughs) reminded me of when I created the Foam Finger character. Just went into my room and slapped together a superhero. Yes. It's... But you gotta think, it's man. Awful. I went, I went, slapped together a superhero, and that one little moment where I just glanced at a foam finger went and all the way and is still prevalent in my freaking uh, logo, logo for the right. podcast. That's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Was that your idea? No. To have that in the logo? No. No. No, it wasn't. Uh, wow. I told the uh, artist Ashley that I wanted to include my foam finger logo tattoo and the Roman numerals eight that I have tattooed on my side. But I never got the chance to send her a picture of the tattoos, so she just threw the foam fingers up there with the numerals or Roman numeral eight inside the foam fingers. <laughs> How long did it take you to realize that the bottom fingers were shooting the bird? No, I saw it right away. Right away? Yeah. A lot of people, like, don't realize that for a while. What about... But this is your first time in the studio, and we're glad to yeah, have you, Yeah, it is, man. It's, it's There's great. a lot of stuff. It's ADHD Kids Wonderland in here. Yeah, it's we got, got a great vibe to it. We got fidget spinners now, because of Chandler. He can't stop picking up everything, so somebody, or Alyssa, donated two fidget spinners for Chandler. Chandler was like, I don't like fidget spinners. I'm like, we try to do nice things for you, Chandler. <laughs> nice. So what's um, what about the heart boxers? Uh, Anything that, with that? Or? That was, uh, I had originally just said like black shorts or something like that. And uh, she was going to do that. And her boyfriend was like, Slap them on some uh, heart boxers. (laughs) Wow. I've never owned a pair of heart boxers, but I feel like I need to own a pair of heart boxers. Yeah. I've also never owned a pair of abs, but uh, (laughs) But they're there. But they are there. (laughs) I've got one pack. You got a one pack? I've got a one pack, yeah. I got a keg. I also see this uh, Demogorgon here, man, on your shelf. Oh, dude. What's up with that? Uh, just loving Stranger Things, you know? Which, guess what? 
Thursday. No. What? Today. Today what? Today is Thursday. Today is Thursday. It is. It's out today. Newsflash. It's out today. It is out we are, today. We are actually probably at I the forgot moment. it's Thursday. You are listening to us talk, but in reality, we're probably binging Stranger Things, not caring about the world right, right now. In this moment. In this right moment. Now. What when you're listening to our voice, we don't care. You know, we care. We always care about the fans, but right now we don't because we watching some stranger things up in this his right. house. <laughs> right now, I've got Eggo waffles coming out of my rear end because I ate so many of them. I thought it was because you forgot which way you'd eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The minis. The minis might. I might be able to. You know, I always think, I always think like, uh, you know, when you get like, uh, what's it called? When you, uh, let's say I get hit on the head and I can't remember anything. Yes. What's that called again? With a frying pan. Yes. That's called, um. Amnesia. Amnesia, right. Why don't you forget everything? Like, you forget how to eat. Like, you're okay. You'd see an ego. See your butt. Like you just put two and two together, you don't think about putting it in your mouth. Like how do you remember not. language when you have amnesia? Right. It is like <laughs> you're just thinking about I can't even many egos, ego minis. Okay, I'm trying to like sound. I mean, I think if you, I think, I think if you, I think if you lubricate it with the maple syrup, <laughs> I think I think it can. You know, make its way up, I think. But I'm not going to try this. Today, I'm not going to try this. We're just going to continue watching the show right now. Stranger Things. Servin has missed an entire episode and is now uh, yelling for help from the bathroom. That's right. Which, in fact, incidentally, we are going to be binge-watching Stranger Things. Right. Yeah. Yes. All episodes. We really are, because uh, Stranger Things is awesome. And have you heard, uh, I've talked about it before, because there hasn't been too much news, but I try to cover what I can. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not too much is leaked about it, but the kids have come out and said that it's going to be darker, gorier, scarier. Mm. Like, I thought it was going to be a light season. I hadn't, like, heard too much about it, but... You know, uh, around the end of season two, they were talking like, these kids can't go through something like this every year. Like, we can't do this to them every year. they right. got to have a break. So right. it seemed like they were going to let them have a break in season three. Like, yeah. it was going to be kind of slow, setting up for a big final fourth season. Right. But the kids are saying, this is going to this is going to hit hard. Like, how much more can that will kid take? That's the right. one that I mean, uh, was in the upside down, right? Yeah, that's the one that went missing, yeah. and then he, you know, then he got whatever the the tornado went in his body. The tornado <laughs> went in his body. Yeah, pretty much. The tornado cloud of darkness went into his body. <laughs> then they had to burn it out of him. Dude, he went through some crap last season. Yeah, 
And we don't even fully know what he went through in the upside down right. in season one. Right. But they gotta they gotta at least give him a break. Lay off of him this yeah, season. Seriously. But you know that they didn't originally they weren't gonna call it the upside down. It was they called it something else and then everybody started calling it the upside down and that's when they said, Well, pff, we're gonna just call it the upside down then. Mm-hmm. I forgot now what they originally like caught it in the show, but it's like we were talking about Lost earlier. They didn't really have a name for the smoke monster, and then everybody just kind of called it smoke monster because nobody had a name for it. Yeah. Not even the or that was just <clears throat> what the fans had been calling it for a couple seasons when all that was seen was a it was a really weird monster, like. You didn't watch Lost. No, did I didn't. You? I have no idea what you're talking I've about. I've never stopped and thought about it. Like, Lost, the main thing is... It was like a fog? Yeah, in the first season, or like in the first episode, like they land and they're trying to figure everything out and then they find the pilot mauled in a tree. Like, just gored. And, uh... Do they land or crash? They crashed. Okay, gotcha. And... They find the pilot just gory, and throughout the first season, you hear, like, you see the characters running from this thing every now and then, and when you finally see it, and it sounds kind of like a freight train, but when you finally see it, it's just a cl- like a cylindrical cloud with lightning inside of it. And it'll swallow somebody, and then when it leaves, they're just, like, twisted and messed up or, like, whatever it does. And nobody knew what in the world it was. Turns out it was a man that can turn into this thing the whole time that was pretending that he needed to be summoned. It was so much. They pulled the ending out of the Did they kill him? Finally? Um, he ends up actually taking the form of my favorite character. Because he kills your favorite character yes. and then takes his form? Yes. And Did he go through all the that. seasons? He went through... There's two seasons where he is that character, or where he's pretending to be that character. There's two seasons where you think, oh, I'm watching my favorite character. And he's doing kind of weird stuff, but he's been through a lot, so I understand. Right. And then you're like, oh, what? Wait, he's been dead for two years? Okay. Do they at least show you, like, the flashback where it shows the guy killing him and then taking over his body? Well, the thing is, he doesn't kill him. Is he has somebody else kill him for him. Or somebody convince him to kill himself. Mm. And then they, uh... He, after he kills himself, they uh, convince this guy that it's very important that everybody that made it off the island, including him, come back to the island. And so they even get his body and bring it back to the island. And when they arrive on the island, he wakes up. Man. So and how he long never is that? really woke up. It was just he then became possessed. Wow. So when how long does that whole storyline with with that guy go? Um 
I mean, how many seasons? The whole, the whole run of the show. The whole thing, or like, uh, I'm kind of. I think I understand your question. Like, so the smoke, the smoke monster, goes for however however long. Then he kills the guy, or the guy gets killed. Two seasons, and then there's two more seasons where he's, yeah, acting like that guy. Yes. So then, how do they end up? Getting rid of that smoke monster guy. Epic fight to the death between... Like, the whole show is about really two characters. There's a lot of characters, but there's two characters that are always fighting for leadership. And it's been forever. If you haven't watched Lost, you haven't... You won't. So, Locke, the guy that becomes possessed by the smoke monster, he's a man of faith. Because he landed on the island crippled and mm. then uh, but he was able to walk once they landed or what? crashed oh because something like he hit his head or something and then all no. of a sudden he could land he there's could walk? magic oh okay gotcha there's magic on the there's island there's unexplained magic on the island okay there's also unexplained time travel on the island there's a giant wheel at the center of the island like a like uh What's it called? Is that what a capstan is? Like the big wheel where it takes like five guys to push around it. Right. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know the the official name of it. Right. Um, There's one of those at the center of the island where if you push it, it'll uh, send you back in time and to the desert. (laughs) Man, you're making me want to watch this show. But like Jack or Locke He's a man of faith now because he can walk. Right. Jack is a doctor. He's the man of science that's got to figure out uh, there's a reason why this is happening. There's Mm -hmm. a reason why that's happening. And Jack and Locke are constantly fighting over who's going to be the leader. I see. Okay. Gotcha. And then Jack has to fight man in black smoke monster Locke. Mm, Okay. Okay. Like they never gave his... uh, I keep calling the smoke monster smoke monster even though he has a human form they never gave him a name the fans called him man in black because Mm. he was just a man that wore black right and so they eventually when they were talking about him they would just call him Mib M-I-B it'd be cool to it'd be cool to um, like write a script in a movie where you have these men in black and they go and fight aliens yeah, that'd, that'd be, be really cool. That'd be super dope. Yeah, like uh, take that concept, and especially they, if it was like, ooh, international, right? And then they wore like suits with black ties, yeah, white shirts. Yeah, that'd be that'd be sick. Especially if one of them looked a lot like Thor. I don't know about that. You don't know about? I that? really, I really like Will Smith for that part. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the new Men in Black yet? No, I have not. I, I refuse to go see it. I took my dad to go see it because we've seen every other one in really? theaters. And? I mean, it was no Will Smith and uh, Tommy Lee Jones. James Earl Jones? No. <laughs> I know that's wrong. <laughs> can't, can't get me that. <laughs> but, I mean, it wasn't anything like the first two Men in Black movies. But it was way better than the third. Yeah. The third was not that good. No, it wasn't. In my opinion. It wasn't. 
and it was no actor's fault. It was just, it was a crappy script, and it was really convoluted what little bit of story was there. Right. I was confounded by it. Confounded? Almost mm-hmm. as if you were a millennial? Yes, almost. Um, so back to Lost. One thing that I always wondered while I was watching, you know, I would see, like, advertisements for it or whatever, and I always wondered why the uh, fat guy, he never lost any weight during the whole show. Oh, they explained that. Okay. They uh, decided Tell to me put him in charge of food. Oh, so he's been eating the whole time. Yes. Wow. I would think they after... They actually uh, have an ep- episode where they're, uh, like, getting on to him about it. You think they like, did that just because... a little more harsh than that. Really? Do you think they're, they did that episode because everybody's like, come on. Well, every really? couple of seasons, every, like... Every season, they'll find a stash of food, like a large stash of food, because there used to be government-funded uh, um, experiments on the island. Which... And so they would find either a hatch with a couple guys pushing a button right. in it, or they'd find an old... Uh, it was called the Dharma Initiative. It was like a mix of a cult and a uh, government experiment. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. And so they'd find either an old camp of theirs or uh, the island has weird time properties. So in the 70s, they're still sending planes out to deliver food. But they didn't get the food in the 70s. The food is just now dropping. Because of the time... Because of the time thing. thing. Wow. That's never really explained. Wow. Welcome to Confound Millennial, the lost episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we got two of those now. We got one... Two lost episodes? Yeah, one lost episode. The first one, we pranked Chandler. (laughs) And uh, what's bad is... him and his girlfriend never listened to it, so we could have dropped it and they never would have known. But, how can uh, you be on a podcast and not at least like listen to it to, to see how you sound or whatever? I, I don't understand that. I, I don't like listening to them. I listen to them to get sound bites now. Really? But I, I went probably 40 episodes without listening to it. Really? Because I, I just don't... I'm a bit of a perfectionist to where if I did, I would be going back and cutting out every time I said um or mm. but um or oh, okay. making the, when I'm stopping to think about something and there's just this dead silence, I would cut the dead silence out. I see. Okay. I would make an hour long podcast, trim it down to 15 minutes and then. Mm. Gotcha. That makes sense. Like, it's tough for me to listen to it, because I'm still not a huge fan of my own podcast yet. I'm much more of a fan than I was when it started. You ever listen to the first episode? <laughs> yes. We burned that shit. <laughs> you did, We bro. burned that. You did. No, you can't find it. <laughs> and you, didn't you have a really crappy microphone, too, at the very, the very first episode? I can show you what we had. We had a Guitar Hero mic. Ha! <laughs> And an old karaoke revolution, Mike. Nice. Friend. Karaoke revolution. Karaoke revolution Man, that takes by me the back. creators of Dance Dance that Revolution. That takes me back. 
But yeah, and also the creators still, of Zumba Revolution. I still keep this uh, Guitar Hero mic in my bag for some reason. I don't know why. I need to wow. throw it into a river somewhere. I can't believe it actually worked. I mean, it didn't. It did, but Correct, it, it did. It did not work, you're right. But episode one to episode two, there was a much bigger there was a quality jump yes episode two yes. is still awful I hope it's nobody's first impression right but also if you're checking out episode two you'll hear how bad that is and then be like I wonder what they sound like in 60 and then be like oh okay they oh, sound okay. good alright nice I just need to avoid or the 61 beginning. that's the one that we're doing right yeah now. 61 we sound beautiful yeah and they're, and then they say well we want to go back and hear every episode that Steve Martini was in and there's none yeah and because I've been listening. trying to get Steve Martini on the show <laughs> true since the show was <laughs> just a concept true that it was a confounded concept like you're the one that uh, I went to to get this giant logo uh, canvas made yeah and it looks very good. But still, you know, yeah. like you've been there kind of helping, giving some advice along the way, but you've been in the shadows. Finally, it's time for you to step into the confound light. Now, you didn't ask me about the Eagle Eye poster in the in the studio. I probably would have said no because I... Unless you're doing the uh, confound depressed episodes, yeah, then we're looking at Shia LaBeouf because I, I, I feel somewhat depressed right now. Looking Dude. at looking at his face. It's actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf, okay? <laughs> you ever seen that video? <laughs> yes. I, I love it. it. I show everybody. Yes, I'm probably really crazy. Uh the one that I'm probably the one that showed it to yeah, you, you just because I'm it. so addicted to it. If you haven't seen Shia LaBeouf live, this is gonna be one of the few times where I tell you to pause the podcast, go look up Shia LaBeouf Live. Live. Come back. <laughs> Do you feel any better? Do you feel different? I hope you feel Wait, changed. Now pause. Is- now pause the episode and go watch Shia LaBeouf watching all of his movies. <laughs> Did you see any of that? He had I've a seen live like, little clips of it, like him crying. He had a live cam, like right, while mm-hmm. he was watching all of his movies. Did you ever see the video that he was in with that girl, and he was like in the cage? Yeah, was and he, he was like underwear? dancing. He was like in a really tight underwear, yes. like thing. And then she was in a really was tight a underwear video. thing. Yeah, yeah. And it was just weird. And she was like, they were like fighting, and she was jumping on his back. And I watched just really, really probably ten seconds of that, and then was like, you know what? I think that's enough of that for the day. I was a little disturbed. Like everybody has a moment every day. Where you're like, well, that's enough internet for the day. <laughs> wow, I'm going to go spin the big wheel in the middle of the island so I can go back and replace the memories I have of this moment right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. I actually, I just happened to look up at my uh, DVD shelf and the first thing I noticed was Lost Season 4. Where they introduce that big wheel. Oh, wow. So borrow it, be completely lost, have no idea what's going on. Just to see the wheel. Yeah. That's how I was. The Wheel of Fortune. That's how I was. I started, season five was about to premiere. 
I bought season four. And that's where you started. Season four. And then on my way to Kentucky, binged as much of season four as I could on my way to Kentucky where my family lived. And then once I got there, I binged seasons one through three and then was caught up for uh, the uh, premiere of season five. So you basically spent no time with your family. Exactly. The way I Probably on purpose, right? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. That was 16-year-old me. I liked my family back then. (laughs) That's good, man. Uh, Was this a holiday, Thanksgiving or something? Thanksgiving. Yeah. I don't know. Most likely. Thanksgiving, right. So you watched and you ate. Because that would be the longest amount of time that we were there. Yeah. Because we would spend, you know, a couple days for Christmas, but we'd be there like a week on Thanksgiving. Yeah. So that would give me enough time to binge through an entire TV show. <laughs> so you binged on Lost and binged on food. Yes. All at the same time. It was just it was just a binge. Just mashed taters. Binge fest. Mashed taters. How do you know that my Aunt Sharon's mashed taters are my favorite at Thanksgiving me or well, food? I knew you. You knew me. I knew you before when before you'd lost the weight. So it had to oh, be yeah. some mashed taters. <laughs> and some sweet potato casserole. Dude, I've gained the weight back. All of it? Not all of it, but... Yeah, you I'm definitely like, gained all of it I'm back. like 10 pounds shy from gaining all of it back. Really? Hmm. I, I feel it. Like, uh, Alyssa, she got me a box of stuff. and uh, For your for what occasion? It just... We um, did... We did a... Uh, what what's the wording I called it? We did an episode of the Confound Millennial that was uh, extremely heterosexually homoerotic. <laughs> I was gonna say volatile, but we did could be uh, the same thing. We just did. Have you heard of the five love languages quiz in the book? The five love languages. We no. did that quiz. I've heard of it's the book. a big. Really? Thing Where you women. find out your own love language. Yeah, it's a yeah. big thing that women are into right now. And apparently yeah. a lot of people in couples podcast it. So we did ours. Really? Yeah. And uh, and what's your love language? Uh, I forget, to be Gifts, honest. Gifts, maybe? And that's why her, she that's sent you hers. this box? Yeah. Oh, that's hers. Okay. Yeah. Actually, both of us avoided using gifts because, uh, or answering gifts because gifts came up all the time every other mm-hmm. thing was I enjoy getting a gift and I was like no I'm not crazy about getting gifts like I like a gift but I don't want like a hundred gifts right now <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and so we didn't realize like oh that's an entire language mm-hmm. we thought it was just like things. me 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 right. yeah things right. like materialism gotcha and uh, so she sent me a box. She even wrote on the box what it contains. Chocolate, beans, stickers, fairy lights, kitty stuff, pens, sonic screwdriver, one medium shirt. And that's what we're uh, reading this list for. Is that shirt was too tight, Stephen? Oh, I see. <laughs> it, it fit me in the behoobies yes. a little too tight. <laughs> Showed off my figure a little too well. <laughs> I was like, is this a woman's shirt? 
It's a unisex Because it's a little tighter around the Bahoobies area. Yeah, the Bahoobie area. <laughs> the nipplers area. Uh, the nipply. Like, she was like, just, you know, I have the receipt. Just uh, keep it. We'll return it. Get you a large. And I'm like, no, it needs to be my goal shirt. I need to get down back to a medium, dang it. Wow. And what shirt is it? Medium. What shirt was it? What kind? Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> For real. It's a Kingdom Hearts well, shirt. Well, now you so really I have some motivation in it. You have some. Yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna quit my job tomorrow, and I'm just gonna work out for days. <laughs> hey, you could you could go on this detox. Because oh, I lost gosh. I've lost ten pounds. Do I have to stop eating food? Yes, you eat no food, and you only drink the cocktail that I told you about. Is that really what you've been doing? Yes. No for, wonder you're drained. For eight for eight days. Yes. Your wife's trying to kill you, Steve. <laughs> I really think she's poisoning me. Yes. Anyway, back to the box. Can we go back to the box? Wait, and the first thing you're going to eat is Eggos? No, I'm not. I, I still can't eat on Thursday, man. Oh. Okay, I was about to say, like, you man, are listen, going to be messed up. Listen to this, right? Thursday, I was looking forward to being off of this detox and I could eat whatever the <clears throat> I want, right? Yeah. So, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that word here. I, what? Am I allowed to say anything here? Well, the way that... Hell? Uh, the Can con- I say the word hell? Yeah, the way that the okay. Confound Millennial goes is the rating is determined by the guest. Okay, I see. And some people, sometimes, like Trey will be like, man, that was a little too much cussing that episode. And I'm like... But the thing is, I will never, you'll never hear an episode of the Confound Millennial where I cuss first or mm. where I make a dirty joke first. Oh, I see. Okay. Once the other person says something, then, I'll be like, okay, this is the level I can go Oh, to. I see. Okay. I gotcha. And so I just make it to where it's a sliding scale. I keep it PG-13. Okay. I'm trying my best. So this has been a pretty family-friendly episode. So as far, far as Confound right. Millennial goes, yes. Okay. This has been pretty good. So um, I was... Looking forward to eating whatever the hell I wanted after yeah. this detox is over, right? So then I found out that the day after my detox is over, you're not allowed to start back with regular food because it will just screw your body up from the inside out because uh, your body, your organs are not ready. Yeah, especially to take. if your plan was just egoing it up, man. Right. So guess what? I have to drink all day. I still can't eat anything. The day after the detox, I can only drink orange juice. Only orange juice. Only freshly squeezed orange juice the day after. Okay, so that makes it day 11. So then day 12, half of the day, I can only drink orange juice. The next half, I have to to drink like a vegetable soup. The vegetables have to be steamed perfectly where they're not... Hard, right, and they're very, very soft, and they're in the ve- they're in the vegetable soup, and you're basically just drinking broth. Your wife's trying to kill you. I, I understand that. Yes, or she's trying to help, help me. I, yes, do you in need many assistance? Ways. Is she is she hurting you? Listen, I am talking on your podcast. There is part of me that needs help. If I'm talking to you right here, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm out of the house. I'm doing anything to get out of the house. Damn it! Help! Help! Yeah, so, anyway, so, what was I saying? 
Uh, I was talking about told... the detox. I was talking about the box. Yeah, the box. You were the talking beans. about egos. I don't. I don't earlier, know how I got it. Earlier got off the that. podcast, you started to ask me what beans meant. Oh yeah, the, uh, the beans. Yeah. Um, on the list of things the box contains, and uh, they were Harry Potter. Uh, Jelly beans? Jelly beans. Nice. I'm too afraid to eat them because I'm afraid I'll get the vomit one. Oh, man. It, it's awful. It is awful. Connor, like my little brother, he loves the Bean Boozled game, which is pretty much it's... It's the worst thing in the world. Yeah. It's uh, pretty much like the same idea as the Harry Potter jelly beans, but there's... Two flavors per color in the box. Yes. Like one will be buttered popcorn, one will be uh, vomit, and you don't know which one you're getting. Yeah. And uh, wow. like he'll just down a whole box of that stuff. Like one of them's supposed to taste like sweat or something like that. One's like pineapple, and the other's pine anus. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that needs. I need somebody to One's have like a... Uh, fish guts. Oh my gosh. Are we going to... I mean, it's pitch, awful, bro. Let's pitch our own flavors to jelly beans. Listen, jelly how do they even make flavors that bad? Who... You know, what do they do? They just start mixing things? Can you imagine being the, the taste person that has to make sure you're making the worst tasting things? Right? And you're like... And they're like, no, this isn't bad enough. This only tastes like... Athlete's foot. This only tastes like athlete's foot. We need to pump it up. We need to pump this up a little bit, bro. (laughs) Just got a bunch of sweaty men running and they're like just bottling the sweat, like to make jelly bellies. Kind of like Michael Jordan when he came out with his own, like, you know, cologne. It was like, why would I want a sweaty NBA player sprayed on my body? Because maybe you want to be a sweaty NBA player. I could see Caleb getting it. No, I totally I did not want to be a sweaty NBA player. Never. I don't. Oh, so five love languages. Let me tell you a little story about that. Okay. Right? So I'm. we do these uh, marriage conferences or whatever out of town and uh, with Chick-fil-A. And so we're sitting at this table after the marriage conference and all these Chick-fil-A executives are there and I guess they came in for the weekend or whatever and we're, this is our, the last day of our retreat so we're sitting there I'm talking to I've got Chick-fil-A people in front of me and then I've got the leaders of the retreat next to me and we're talking and, and uh, this is the first time I've really heard some of the the things they talk about at this retreat so I was just kind of blown away because it was, it was amazing and it you know kind of transformed my relationship with my wife with my wife and all kinds of things so we're sitting there and and um, I say this uh, thing about the five love languages book and I'm like you know a lot of people they talk about this five love language book I said I wrote it and it didn't do anything for me you know like I have all the five love languages I like gifts I like I don't even remember what the five love languages are do you remember no Absolutely not. Okay, see? Look, so I'm sitting there telling this, and I'm like, you know, but what we learned this weekend was really so much better than anything in that book that I read, right? So this guy in front of me starts talking to me. He's a little older guy, 
and um, he started asking me questions like, well, wh- why do you think that? Why do you feel that, feel, feel that way? And so I started talking about it, and, and he's like, oh, that's really interesting, and blah, 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 blah. So we ended up having a you know, great conversation at the table, and everybody leaves. And uh, I turned to the lady next to me that hired me to come to this retreat, and she is white-faced. I look at her and she just gives me this look like, did you see the person across from you, his name? And I was like, no, I don't. She goes, that was Gary Chapman sitting across from you. He wrote the book, Five Love Languages. Oh. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. She's like, no. That's why immediately when you said that, I tried to change the subject. And you continued to talk about how horrible the five love languages were. When right in front of you, the freaking author oh. of five love languages is, is there. Oh, oh, Steve, come on. Yeah. You didn't. Yeah. Oh. So that wasn't, that. I didn't learn my lesson, right? Because then maybe like a year later, I'm at the same retreat. Okay the last day of the retreat again and we walk into this big cafeteria area that um, Truett Cathy bought he bought this whole used to be a um, like a dairy farm he bought it and transformed it into this retreat center so I'm in this you know dining hall or whatever with the cafeteria and so we're sitting down I'm, I'm heading to my seat and this guy walks up to me and he says the weirdest question, just out of the blue. And that's probably why I didn't really have time to think about what I was saying. He caught me off guard, right? So, mm-hmm. And I thought he was part of our group. So, I, you know, everybody in the group by that time knew me, right? And knew that I was a jokester and sarcastic and everything, right? So he says, hey, can I ask you a question? I was like, yeah. And uh, he said, do you like Christian movies? And... Uh, I kind of gave him this look like, that's a weird question, you know? And then I said, well, actually, no. I hate Christian movies. I said, I'm really a movie person, so I hate bad acting. I hate bad script writing. I hate bad producing. I hate... All of it's bad. I said, I can't think of one movie that I've seen that I haven't, like, wanted to vomit in the middle of this movie, right? I said, for instance... Who are you talking to? I said, for instance... (laughs) One of these is that Christian movie by those two brother guys. It's one of the brothers, right? isn't it? <laughs> so I'm telling him about this, and I said, and it was like it was a football movie. I said it was one of the, it was like a low budget. They're talking about football, and I don't even remember. I said I don't even remember the name of the movie, and I don't even remember it now. I don't remember the name, but there's these the same people that did War Room and whatever, right? So and the courageous thing. I said, man, they're horrible. I said, then you get that movie Fireproof, and you you get, what's his name, the child actor star from the 80s, Cameron, what's his name, Kirk Cameron. I said, bro, really? Man, he just just set me off. I'm dying right now. He just set me off. I said, man, anybody that likes movies does not like Christian movies. So who was he? And he said, man, thank you so much for, for sharing all that. And I, then I was like, what? Who are you? I'm like, you don't, you're not in our group? No, no, no. Actually, if you look at that table over there, that big round table, we actually came in this weekend as a group. Um, we're 
uh, Christian producers from from Hollywood, and we're trying to uh, change the the atmosphere of, of what Christian movies are. So you know that feedback you gave is is really really great. And uh, so he said, actually, the, you know the um, the guys that did that movie. Um, the one, the football one, the two brothers. They're actually, you see them over there oh, at the table? Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, no. Hi. <laughs> so what's funny is that I'd really, I really had been wanting to get into movies to write music for movies. Mm-hmm. So I actually had cards in my wallet that I was ready at any moment to hand some kind of movie guy my card so that that I could and get into that. moment. And I had a moment, and I and I lost it. So did did I give him my card? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Steve. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm hurting for you on that one. Yeah. Oh, and I forgot one thing too. While I was talking, he was like, "Hey," he was like, "Hey, um, have you seen that movie Woodlawn?" And I'm like. I'm like, no, I remember going to see like a Marvel movie, and then I remember seeing the sign for Wood for Woodlawn. But if I'm going to choose between Marvel and Woodlawn, you know, why would I spend you know twelve dollars oh, to go to see Woodlawn? Dude, your mouth. Gets I can you see in more trouble than mine. I'm like, I can see wood on my own lawn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anytime, just look out the window; it's free. Hey, you live next to a busy street, don't I do? That. I do. Um, and uh, but anyway, man, that was, bro, it was. It was crazy. So yeah, I mean, it's now to me, Christian movies have gotten better. They have gotten better. I recently saw that movie um, where the uh, the lady prays and and her son comes back to life. Whatever I don't know that movie if I is. Know what movie that is? Whatever it's it was out recent. Oh, it came out for Easter. I forgot what it was called. That's how memorable. I don't think I heard about it. Actually, it was a pretty amazing movie. the The production it was actually Twentieth Century Fox, so it wasn't some little mom and pop, struggling okay. little, you know, whatever to, with bad script writing and and all that. It was really well well made. So that's probably oh and uh, Hacksaw Ridge. Have you seen that movie? The views and opinions of uh, the guests of the Confound Millennial do not always reflect that of the Confound Millennial. Just throwing that out there. Okay. So have you seen Hacksaw Ridge? Uh, yes. Okay. And That was a good movie. In my mind, I consider that a Christian faith film. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was very well done. One more. Just one more. You want me to give you one more? No. Oh. Like... Just oh, just scene. one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, this man, I don't where he's going back and forth. Yeah. getting all the Give me one out. more, Lord. Give one more. more. I could probably. I love Andrew Garfield. Yeah, he's really he's good. He's a good actor. He is. Um, first show I, or first thing I ever saw him in was Doctor Who, actually. He was really? in a two-parter. Uh, it was like pig people were taken under, or taken over underground New York, and. Uh, Andrew Garfield was one of the guys working on the Empire State Building, and really, yeah, it was it was a weird. Yeah, the first thing, I, first time I saw him was Spider Man. He was Which, a good Spider. I thought he was a good Spider Man, but then Tom Holland came and just like Tobey Maguire was a good Spider Man at the time. Andrew Garfield was a better Spider Man at the time. Yeah. 
Tom Holland was born for the role, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. And I can't wait. I've probably, at this point, I think I'm watching it tonight. After yeah. I leave your house. <laughs> tonight. We yeah. probably are going tonight. We're probably sneaking away with Egos in our pockets in actually, the movie theater. Actually, I would change that because uh, it's now coming out the, yesterday. Oh. They changed the date. They changed the date? July 2nd. Well, either way, like Spider-Man, yes. it, it was lit and... Uh, yeah. Saying Tobey Maguire... Totally it already. Saying to Tobey Maguire is a good Spider-Man... He was is like when saying there was no other Spider-Man. Is like saying, to. man, that was amazing sex with this woman, and then the light comes on, and you're looking at Chewbacca. Had a moment like that once. <laughs> <laughs> That's like saying Tommy McGuire was a good Spider-Man because we didn't know any different. Like if you we just didn't know li- any different. if you just lived on an island, right? And the only person there was Susan Boyle. Hey, don't you and dare you, talk bad about <laughs> and Susan And you've Boyle. never seen another woman before. It's possible that she might be good, right? Hey, you know she uh, just now got her first boyfriend recently? I thought she was dead, man. No. She is alive. <laughs> Susan she, Boyle is dead, she's bro. She's taking pilot's lessons. She can't drive a car. Um, Why not? Why can't she drive a car? I don't know. She wow. can't drive a car, but she wants to take pilot lessons. She's going to start a family, Stephen, at the ripe old age of 58. She can't drive a car, but she can fly a plane. Yes. <laughs> that makes exactly. no sense. What's going on? That makes no sense. And is she going to start a family while she's flying the plane? No, Stephen. They're going to adopt. Oh, okay. Because she's, she's kind of past that age, right? I mean... Yeah, I'd imagine so. <laughs> and because she's a man, she would have to adopt anyway. She's a man. She's not a man. She's have a beautiful woman. Seen her? Him, I mean? The views uh, brought by the guests are not a direct reflection of the confound millennial. I mean, I don't really need a close-up. Wow. Susan Boyle. I thought she was dead. I really did. I thought she was dead. Damn it, Kyle. Look what you're doing out there. You're leading all these people astray. Everybody thought she was dead just because you said it. What, Kyle said she was dead as well? Yeah, Kyle said that she was dead, and then not even a week later, she popped up on TV. Confirmed. If Kyle said it, no, Kyle keeps breaking. Right. Kyle's name on the podcast is Fake News Black Turd. <laughs> really? Yes. Because he, uh, he keep he's Kyle Fake News. Kyle is wild Fake News Blackburn because he keeps breaking news of people dying. And then either two weeks later they'll be on TV or two weeks, two weeks later they actually die. Wow. Like, he broke the news of the actor that played Chewbacca originally. He broke the news of him dying two weeks before he died. How did that happen? Kyle was just talking on the podcast about how he, uh, he's like, yeah, dog, or, 
Yeah, dude, he, uh, you know, Chewbacca died this week. Like, I was all tore up. You know, dude, what? like, suh. And, uh, a suh. A suh, dude. Chewbacca's <laughs> gone. And, uh, I was like, really? Chewbacca's dead? Daggum. And then two weeks later, I see it going all over Facebook. Chewbacca's dead. And I'm like, don't people check the dates? Wow. Like, before they share stuff? Because I'm like, Chewbacca died a couple months ago, right. according to Kyle. When Kyle was here, right. Yeah. Like, he was Prophetic moments dead with Kyle. Prophetic <laughs> 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 moments with Kyle. Uh, Join us on the island of Lost with Kyle as he tells us the future. <laughs> Join us next week on the episode of Confound Millennial 62 <laughs> on the island of Lost where Kyle is wild, fake news, black turd, <laughs> interprets the chicken bones and tells us who's dying next week. I, but, I think I can tell you who's going to die next. Who? That cat outside. Church? Church, yes. Yeah. That's from Pet Cemetery. We've got a cat outside that has looked like it's about to die at any given moment for the past four years. And I don't... I think he's going to outlove us all, Stephen. I don't know. He's going to be laughing did, on your grave. Did you see his eyes? Yeah, his eyes have looked like that forever. It's crazy. So what is, uh, I'm seeing this sign over by your coffee maker, and it says, but first coffee. I've never heard of that kind of coffee. Can you explain what but first coffee is? But you first have, coffee. You have a lot of but so, first well, coffee there. You take your coffee, right? But the thing is, coffee makes me have to go to the bathroom pretty bad. Okay. Me, so me too. So yeah. what I do is I drink but first coffee. Okay, where you get the nasty part of the coffee out of the way. First. First. Okay, I got you. But you can only drink the coffee while you're on the toilet. Because it literally goes directly through you. Right. Wow. I thought you were going to tell me that it was made from coffee beans that you eat whole and then crap them out. And then you take them out of your stool and then you... No, you just dig a small hole outside. You crap into the hole, and then you grow a coffee tree. Oh, wow. But first coffee. I didn't know it was that easy. Have you heard of that monkey coffee where they the monkeys poop? Right? They feed the monkeys the beans, and they poop the beans out whole, and then they roast the coffee. Have you heard of that? No. Yeah. It's, it's monkey something. It's monkey crap coffee. That's beautiful. And it's super expensive, like... You know, five hundred dollars or something. Yeah, you gotta search it, man. Monkey. <laughs> Monkey. I promise, Monkey. I'm not lying. You've never heard of this? No, never. All right, I'm gonna search it right now. Monkey. Coffee. Monkey coffee. What is monkey coffee? Here we go. Cat poop coffee. I didn't know that existed before. Apparently it did. Cat poop poop coffee isn't the only animal processed coffee anymore. 
You may have heard of so-called poop coffee or cat coffee, a type of coffee made from coffee beans that have been ingested and excreted by the palm civet, a small mammal native to Southeast Asia and Africa. Right? Mm -hmm. But, but, Kopi Luwak coffee is coffee that is excreted by monkeys. There it is. There it is. Well, eaten, digested, and excreted by a monkey. Well, you know what this really makes okay. me want to do? Makes me want to go get a cup of coffee. Yeah. How about you? It's between a hundred and five hundred dollars per pound. But how many calories is it? Oh, I don't know. That's what I, I want to know. No I thought you were going to say between a hundred five hundred calories. Calories. Yeah. Well, don't set it on fire well, though. We've talked about many things. We have. We've talked about lost. Is, is our time Kyle on the being prophetic? Yeah. Oh well. Well, you see, I gotta work in the morning. I was up till one last night. Woke up at six this morning. Was up till one waiting on somebody to come podcast with me. <laughs> and uh, yes, ended up passing out. So I know. I'm probably going to head to bed. Kyle's almost as soon as I finish saying. Welcome. Wait, no, not welcome. This has been... <laughs> see, this is how tired I am, man. This has been episode 61. Let me do this one more time. Yes, one more time. This has been episode 61 of the Confound Millennial with Stephen Sturvin, Michaels, and Steve Martini. First time guest. Woo! I'm tired of these Confound Millennials. <laughs> <laughs>